0: It has been a morning. Um, let me get my life together here, first of all, man. First of all, um, let me say what up, man. Uh, Crisco Kid is here. Your man, DJ Hello. Eakin. Um, yeah, we we, we just going to get right into it, man. Of course, this is the players' playlist right here. Uh, Crisco, first of all, first of all, first of all, welcome back, man. It, it's, it's been a couple of weeks. Well, well, we took a little bit of time off, and then um, – you were busy um because you just had i I appreciate
1: it overslept Uh, 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 it was a a holiday right and that's the first week i've had a vacation for a while and i guess my body was just like done and then what what time did i wake up (laughs) it was was like 30 minutes after the show already started i'm like bro i am so sorry (laughs) i'm like like, damn
0: it's all it's all good man um Grisco, you, you you know there's a lot to talk about today because the playoffs are here, but um be, before I do that I, I want to go a little bit off because I just saw this just now right and um and you're gonna be like Egan how did we even get here because it has nothing to do with what we talk about here but I I just saw that Mariah Carey is fighting for sole custody of the twins from from Nick Cannon. Um, in in your pop culture life, is that news? I mean, because because you know what I'm having a problem with now, Crisco. Before we get into the show too deep, I'm trying to figure out what is news now and what is not news because we're gonna have to figure out a better way to talk about these things in 2023, right? Because the headlines now read, and not not just this Mariah and and Nick story. It's like, hey, such and such is sister's brother's cousin of the famous rapper was fighting such and such in the bathroom, and I go and I look around and I go, how is this news? Is this what we've become? Is this what you and I I have become Crisco. Is this is this what we are bringing to the people? And in 2023, I got to figure it out. So let me get before we get into this super players playlist thing of of the of the playoffs and that sort of thing. Where, where's the news going, man? In in your world of dealing with pop culture and that sort of thing,
1: I don't deal with it. I'm uh, done. Uh, I, don't uh, I, I don't. I don't. I because I don't care anymore. Like right. like like you, we have other things that are pressing that are important to communities that are important to humanity and. You know, we make this news. And I say we, I'm talking about journalists, radio personalities, media heads. They make this news. Right. And, and the fact that this is news is because well, Mariah Carey, one of the biggest superstars, an icon, a legend in the world, right, when it comes to music. So I can see how her and then their children with Nick, and Nick always in the news about another baby on the way, right? right? And then even Nick over the holiday break was talking about that. He does feel a certain type of way because he hadn't been able to give the attention and the time that each of the each of his children needs, right, and deserves. So maybe this has to do with something of that to where, like, hey, no pressure. There's split custody. If you're off doing you know, we don't know what's happening behind the scenes. There might be something like, hey, guys, uh, I can't make it this weekend. You just, you know, I, my parents were divorced early at three, so there would be plenty of those phone calls. And maybe instead of going through all that, I'm just going to go ahead and take full custody, worry about the other kids. Ours are kind of grown compared to the other ones you have. Right. I don't know. I don't even know why I'm speculating about this whole story. I, make, <laughs> I have no clue. I'm just going by base of what I've dealt with. And, I mean, it is because it's pop culture. It's trendy. Everybody keeps putting it out there. So maybe that's the follow-up. But I I don't gossip. I don't do all that on my show. Never, I never have, really. And I let TMZ and Page Six and everybody else handle all that, bro.
0: So as we, as we go into 2023, um, Yeah. Uh, well, well, yeah, my filter's been like yours for a minute too, where I'm just like, this stuff is not news anymore. But what's happening now, right, in the world of blogs and everything else, and and no disrespect to the blogs and stuff, is that we don't have an editor anymore, right? Now everything is whatever I feel like pushing up, and yeah. I can grab the clicks, then that's what happens, right? And so now everything is news to us, and 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 I don't know, man. Like like I said, like and to your point just now, it, it's becoming almost like overload, and not even in a good way. Like overload,
1: and it, it's trash, like the grammar. He can sorry to interrupt you, right. but we're, you're talking about content on the editor side. That's true. But is there an editor to check any grammar, any editor to check typo, right. paragraph structure, sentence structure? I mean, it, it's just garbage now, bro. And and as me going back to school and while I'm getting graded on this all the damn time, I just hate reading anything because it's it's just horribly written and it's just not good.
0: Well, uh, I guess that's how we'll open up today, Crisco. Something else that was in the news this is last time I talked to you, and, and I want to get get your thoughts on this, um, because it kind of was a super hot button. But I'm not sure if I'm feeling the way that everyone else is feeling, right? Okay, so we have uh, Demar Hamlin from the uh, Buffalo Bills. Right, right. He
1: right. right. He's okay.
0: Right. He is. He is. Um. Okay. Now, I- but he pretty much just. And and what did you get out of what actually happened to him on on the field? Right, he was, it was, it was, it was a wild thing. It, it was, it was like he was on the field. He was in his play. He got up after the play, and then he just collapsed again. And by all accounts, he had to be resuscitated. So pretty much, he was almost gone on the field, which is something that we have, or I can say, I can't remember ever really seeing
1: again. Right. No concussions. Right. Like what happened with Tua earlier in the season where he stood up, was shaky, and dropped again, right? This is different, though. Like you said, you had to be, you had, the man had to re- be resuscitated not once but twice on the field from a, according to different reports that I've seen.
0: Right. Now, what I want to get into and and talk to you about is uh, Skip Bayless, right?
1: I knew you were going to try to make Yep, and you're gonna be Shannon
0: Sharp. I knew it. No, no, I, knew I really honestly. And here's here's the thing. Here's what's so crazy, though, dude. Is I really don't know if I'm feeling the right way about okay. this. Like I, when people talk about how you should feel about this, right? I'm not sure if I feel the right way because because here are my thoughts. And well, first let me let me give you the tweet. Well, like we know what happened now, yeah. and, and here's my thoughts on Skip Bayless just before I even get in this. What I what I see from Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless is a dude who has been talking sports for what, Jason? Well over thirty years. Well over thirty years, right? And he's he's one of these guys that, to be honest, if I'm not mistaken. He's given he's put some work in and given a lot of people breaks because from what I understand as well, the first take idea kinda the debate show idea kind of starts with him being in that thought process somewhere. And he also is the one who picks Stephen A, who we all know and kind of love at this at this juncture, right? So in the debate show thing, Skip Bayless is like to me one of the guys who who helped get it going. But when you're in anything like this and when you tweet and stuff like that everything that you say is not going to be something that people agree with, right? So when this whole thing happened, a lot of people to your point, this was a very sensitive issue in a different way because a lot of us had never ever seen it before and right. Skip that night tweeted this because everyone was, because it wound up being too, just for people who, who don't follow football, who may happen to listen to us, right? They There was this discussion about whether they were going to continue playing the game and then it finally all shook down and the game was called You know that night or whatever, but it was such an important game on the flip side because of who the teams are Buffalo and Cincinnati being in that top three. We're jockeying for positions and playoff positions and that sort of thing. So it was built to be this this big gigantic game, which a lot of us were watching it for. So when this all went down, Skip made this tweet and Skip's tweet was no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. Now, knowing the amount of people that follow Skip, knowing the amount of people that retweet stuff and just seeing the banter that goes on on his account. Right. Um, He doesn't. From what I understand, too, he doesn't. Follow anybody really he doesn't He doesn't follow anybody and he doesn't really Respond much either has he ever Really responded from what I've said I don't think he really responds He just kind of tweets and then he deals With it like on his show and that sort of thing right, right. Now do you Want my thoughts on the tweet or would you like to give me Yours first
1: I mean I, I think it's a good idea maybe he doesn't Respond on Twitter mm-hmm. to Anybody and he saves it for the show because You're in this exact predicament When you when you're when people who Who The reading comprehension across the world seems to diminish every day and you can take the tweet as yeah he's he's talking about overall this is what i gathered that the game like you just expressed was a huge game depending if they whoever win or lost there was other people that could go in or out of the playoffs that's how critical this game is right so i think the first tweet addresses that right and no one specifically knew how serious I, i i believe at that time what was happening right Right. Um, but then I think he wraps the tweet up by saying all of that, the playoff picture, continuing the game is irrelevant compared to what is happening with the injury that occurred on the field. Boom. That's what I gather as someone who reads and can get what I can get out of that tweet. The world, on the other hand, and most people that are participating in Twitter and any other kind of quick clickbait conversation may see something off what somebody else said and say, oh, yeah, that is what he meant. And then now everyone kind of goes off a misinterpretation according to what I think because I think according to other people that know Skip or even Skip himself said that he's saying all that is irrelevant, continuing the game, to what's happening with DeMar Hamlin on the field. Right. And, what did you get? And, and, and,
0: and I know at first you said, it was I going to be Shannon and you be Skip? But in all honesty, dude, I'm kind of where you are. And that's why Like I was like, I'm wondering like, Am, am i seeing this wrong a- especially right you know being a black guy in this stuff right you you immediately get all of your brothers and and you know you your sisters you're hearing and and, and there it becomes this insensitive sensitivity this in this being insensitive conversation right and it's like again i think everyone watching that including skip and i don't know skip but i just think that everyone at first you didn't know how serious it was but the more right. serious it became Then we all felt a certain way from Skip's tweet. I kind of got what you got. He was giving us an analogy on what he's seen in the past history of the NFL. I think a lot of people took offense when he said, "Um, but how? Right. Which I didn't take offense to it either, because I still felt like you felt that he was telling us in the history of the NFL with all the injuries that he's seen. Joe Theismann's leg broken, uh, like you said, just lately, Tua with the concussion. Right. And and all the concussion protocol things that we've been seeing go on. And, and there have been some in, some big injuries in the NFL. Right. That we've seen Antonio Brown years, years back when he went down like he did. Right. I took it that that's what he was saying like in all the things that he's seen he's never seen a game be postponed and especially as big as this game is but I felt like you also just expressed that he wrapped it up in the end with saying now that we're all looking at this this all of that stuff seems super right. irrelevant but it the the twitterverse and I mean, I saw straight hand the other day and I I haven't watched his whole what he had to say but I don't know. Like, I just don't feel like the dude was being malicious. Maybe, like you said sometimes, and Jason has talked to me about this sometimes, that maybe you think a couple of minutes before you shoot that tweet. But I don't think when you tweet something, everybody is ever going to be happy anyway.
1: I've learned that. And and, and sometimes what I catch myself when I'm about to go have, you know, a little Twitter discussion here. Right. And I just, because it's not worth it.
0: Right. So, do you think that maybe he should have just not tweeted? And, and and this could just be our opinion, thinking too, guys, right? Do you think that maybe sometimes? But I mean, this is this is this is Skip's gig, right? This is Skip's gig, right? He talks about things as they are going on.
1: Perfectly fine with the tweet, and I, I agree he should have left it up because um, one thing that I learned through digital and social media marketing, even if you make a mistake, uh, and the tweet is already out, it, what does it matter if he takes it down? Blogs and everybody's still going to post it anyway. Right? Go to the source for what? Okay, and then you can put a correction. You can go back and edit as right. far as like edit or hey, correction. And you can say after learning about this or it's been brought to my attention that actually this occurred, I my position has changed. Right. You can do that because it's a digital imprint anyway, right? right. And so own it that you said it and just kind of move forward from there. Right. If you need to, but if you felt like you said nothing wrong in your initial tweet, then stand by the tweet.
0: Yeah. And 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 I watched him, you know, I've seen some clips too of when, you know, because everybody was talking about, you know, a lot of a lot of the discussion became too, you know, Shannon, when you go back to this to the show, Unc, you need to give him this. And the next day, Skip was on the show by himself. So it was interesting to see wonder what they were gonna do. And um, you know, Skip said it to your point. He was like, I'm not taking the tweet down. Um, so it became this bit of a back and forth with with him and Shannon, but I I, I and I wanted to get your thoughts, man. Like I said, did, did I know like you and I have these little banter,s and you were like, "Are you going to be Shannon? I'm going to be Skip." No, I just really wanted to know was I thinking wrong, and I, and I you know I value your opinion as a dude that's in this journalism thing, a dude who really prides himself on you know what we talk about and what you know what you use the mic for in your voice. I was like wondering, am Am I thinking wrong because I just in this cancel cultural era, right? It's like we're just looking for a reason to get rid of someone and throw them in the trash. And I still feel like this. And I've told Jason and everybody around me, if I put a camera on any person 24 seven, all these people that want to cancel someone, I'm going to see you do something that go, I go. Yeah, I should cancel you for that or something you're doing wrong.
1: That's why I never advocate for that. Right. Like You have to be just a horrible human being to where you know, you have to be on that list of mine or a business or an organization. And there are some out there, but then right. I think there's plenty of people. Well, then again, I'm never involved in, uh, what is it like sex, child trafficking and, and different other things, that right. people are, you know what I mean? But as far as the individual, uh, again, I, everyone is allowed to make mistakes. We're all human, um, but I, I will never just go out and be like, cancel, 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 because anything that I say, Uh, Like, and you being in, in the media, in front of cameras, on a mic, one thing could come back and just get any of us, and it's just not worth me putting that amount of energy out there because it may come back on something that I may have unintentionally done and in my career or I could be punished for something that I feel like, man, just give me a second chance. It wasn't my intention to do this or that.
0: Right. Yeah, I'm a big fan of change behavior. And I'm also a fan of that other thing you said, too. Uh, and and not in this instance with Skip, because like you said, I, I, I didn't. Again, it's just my opinion. Anybody that's listening, I don't think the tweet was wrong. I do. I appreciate also, too, that he came on later on. Like you said, he tried to give, give some more some more, you know, clarity to what he actually was trying to say. But I think to your other point, though, reading is fundamental. Like if you just read it, he's given an analogy on things he's seen in the NFL in the past. And again, he wrapped it up with saying. A lot of that, though, or all of it now seems kind of irrelevant when you look at the big picture of what's going on yep. with this kid laying out there on the yep. field and them having to resuscitate him. Yep. Um, speaking of changed behavior, which is a good segue to me, let's talk about the changed behavior that they are having out in Arizona.
1: Man, hold up. <laughs> Everybody's talking about this. Yesterday was a big day, right? Houston, right. Texas, Lovey Smith. We'll talk about that in a minute. But then we got to talk about Cliff Kingsbury fired his head coach. Uh, Steve Kime steps away as general manager. And so uh, just so much happening within the organization. Michael uh, Bidwell, the president, owner, everything for the Arizona Cardinals, had a press conference yesterday. And wow. so I was trying to balance, do I watch the press conference with Mr. Bidwell or, or do I watch uh, newly elected Governor Hobbs? And I'm trying to figure out, mm, I'm going to choose Michael Bidwell. Is that okay. actually how I'm going to do this one? And that's what I did. And so just to watch him and how the press had their questions uh, regarding um, Kyler Murray, his input on any of the decisions uh, moving forward, um, why they decided it was time to let go of Cliff. Um, not, They didn't really dive specifically on the parts that I was able to watch about Steve Kime stepping away because of health reasons. Uh, there's just a lot of things that are happening off the field that are kind of in the news depending on where you're looking. Uh, but with the offensive line coach that was uh, let go after the Mexico City game versus the 49ers because of alleged sexual misconduct. Uh, Some people are saying it's a case of mistaken identity. And this led to the resignation of I i don't get into all the conspiracies and wondering in public, so I'll just leave it at that. Well, you know um, what, Crisco?
0: Crisco, wait a minute. That's all fine and dandy. I don't want to cut you off. And all that is fine and dandy. But you know what okay. I really want to know, Crisco? I okay. want to know what Crisco as the fan is thinking. I, I You know, I, 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 Crisco... My guy gonna give me the story and all that stuff, but I want to know what Crisco, who puts on that Cardinals jersey and roots yeah. for the Cardinals on Sunday and is out there wanting those wins as a fan, what you feeling? I feel good. Okay, okay, okay. If Crisco gives us a sound effect. You know he's feeling
1: something. <laughs> I feel good just because um, I think with with any organization, with any company, with any restaurant, if there's some things that just aren't going. Well, and you really love dining at that favorite spot, but maybe they just need some new management to flip that menu and make it a better ambiance in the restaurant. I'm even down for that, yeah, and I think it has to do with the same situation. I've uh, met Clip a couple times, and um, you know, nice guy. I think the organization though just felt it was time to move in a, a in a winning or better direction because the morale in the stadium. That's one thing I love about being the in game host is I'm able to talk with all the fans right. all game long, pretty much. And just the the morale was really super down. And it, it, at some points, it was kind of tough to rally people inside the building. Um, and and you would hear people talk about, well, I don't know if I'm going to renew my season tickets. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to come to a game. Uh, there's no point to come anymore. All we do is lose at home. And so these are things that I would hear from people in the stadium. And I think it did ring true. And I think the owners and the leadership and the organization may have heard enough. Of that and they felt that maybe it was time i mean they're eating 30 million just alone with kingsbury's remainder of the contract extension that they gave them over the summer so yeah you're eating 30 i know guaranteed 30 million it was a five-year extension um so you know it's sad anytime anyone loses their job but again i think we all you know it happens in radio happens in professional sports it happens in everyday life with people in the positions when they know what they sign up for it's a risk but if you don't perform in anything that we do uh companies make decisions to move forward and i think that's what we saw happen here and i think the fans are happy about it
0: so are you saying the fan base is pro kyler
1: um i think the fan base is pro winning ah and okay. when, and when you're not getting that um that's kind of that's kind of the, the the we got the fans are happy to make any type of adjustment that we, that we can go because the fans have been kind of it's a roller coaster ride with kyler man sometimes right. they hate him, Sometimes they love them. It's just like anything. They love you when they win. They hate you when you lose, right? And, yeah. and that's exactly the situation with Kyler Murray, man.
0: Well, I don't feel like this seat is hot enough yet, Jason. So, so let's turn it up a little bit.
1: Uh, Chris, go. Uh, what did Jason think about his experience in the stadium? Did he talk uh, about
0: uh, the last? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, well, Jason's here. J- Jason, you wanna you wanna say a little something on the mic real quick about your your experience over there in the stadium? Uh, he Jason, the stadium. He, oh, he said he thought it was good. He thought it was good. He he, he had a good time. Uh, J- did you take Jason to a couple of bars when he was out there?
1: well i'll let him tell you about all
0: that yeah Yeah. okay well i'll I'll get that from jason but 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 back to you chrisco um so let me let me ask you this and like i said i'm I'm asking you as a fan you're you're in the stadium you're you're a fan of the cardinals do you feel that the fan base are buying in that Kyler Murray, maybe, in that offense, or maybe the team as a whole has been undercoached. Because I don't know, from by all accounts, you guys had a pretty good damn coach, right? Like, if if I'm if I'm not mistaken, you guys.
1: Well, he had a losing record at Texas Tech, and um, in a problem just just according to stats, not my opinion, right? Finishing season strong that that's not hidden. It's it's public records. Looking at it, and the same thing we saw happen here. The, the his first season as head coach started out five and ten. Uh, and whatever else it was after that. And then um, another kind of so-so season, the third season, we saw the playoff run, loss in the first round. But of course, last season, 21-22, uh, the end of that, we saw the uh, just losing at home, the home game stretch where there were no wins. And we saw that kind of pick right back up this season. And uh, we finished, I think, 4-11, 4-12, whatever it might be. I don't know, you know, whatever it is. And so I think at that point, There was definitely more losses than wins. And I think after four years, they had just had enough. And that's what I think. So as far as the coaching, I think a lot of people were upset about the screen calls on second and something or first and something, just coming out the gate with different screens and wrong, uh, down situations, questionable play calling. um, But he had the tools. Right. The, The thing that's unfair about this season is not everyone was healthy for a stretch of time at one time got gotcha. your so offense often were hurt when we spent some money trading different people to bring the line that we would need to protect Kyler uh they spent a lot of money extending Kyler Murray's contract and it sucks that he tore his ACL out he'll be out till at least week five six seven of next season Colt <sighs> McCoy goes down with another concussion um so your backup then they brought McSorley in he goes out they bring uh David Blau he played so with four quarterbacks in the last four or five games it it, it was a tough situation but you see plenty of other offenses that if your offense is that good and your play calling is that great then right. solid teams can still perform because the playbook and everyone knows what to do they're that solid and i think we weren't seeing a lot of that it was small mistakes over and over and over and when it's always like oh, we just got to do better next time or we'll take a look at that and we have to i think people were just kind of tired of,
0: of right that. But in his defense, though, speaking of your point of of like uh, you know pieces and that sort of thing, I think we saw too, and, and this is this is moving our, our conversation along. We saw that not just anyone can play that Eagles quarterback position, right? Or at least not to the point where they win. Because I actually thought, and you can tell me this because like I said, we haven't talked in a couple of weeks. The the Dallas and and Philadelphia game was much closer than I thought it would be. Like everybody's talking, but I thought Philly, even with Jalen Hurts not playing, was very much in that game, right? And so yeah. we're talking, like I, you know, the, the Cowboys fans are, are hitting me kind of crazy because we know what's about to happen, right? So, but they're talking, and, and I just wasn't super impressed by them against Philly without Jalen, because to me it let me know that if Jalen is there, Dallas is going to get mollywopped if they make it that far. And then to watch what Washington did to them, right? So I guess I go back to that point of, um, to back to your point about Arizona, like when you're missing certain pieces, even if you're the coach with all that you've set up and kind of thought you had in place, it, it can make life very rough, you know, but I guess, like you said, when you're taking all this money and you're getting all this money, you're paid to make adjustments as a manager. You're paid to make adjustments as the guy who is running the day to day on the field.
1: I mean, it's the NFL. I believe if you're playing at this level, you have to be some type of good to even be in the door, right? To right. make it on the field, you got to be a certain level of good or great to be there. And I, I just expect as a fan, that everybody should be performing, just like in radio. You should be able to do any type of break, any situation, if you got a five-second ramp or if you got 50 seconds, whatever you want to do. Right. Uh, your skill, there's only so many hip-hop, top 40, pop culture, radio personalities across the country, and it gets smaller and smaller every day. So right. you have to play at a certain level to be that good to be on the airwaves across America uh, or the world. That's what I think. And let's go back to restaurants right quick. If one person's gone, you still have other servers. You still got to have a line. You still got to have chefs that can keep the restaurant going, even if your star cook chef is out for the day. And I feel like more teams, more anyone has to operate under that mentality. And when you start saying, well, we were missing this guy, same thing in the NBA, you still right. got to be able to run the plays and make the plays. I think it goes for anyone. And that's when you see that if you have great, strong leadership that can still get the wins, that can still make the restaurant run every day, that can still make the team play, whatever the case may be, it, the, the the machine. If you have a true machine, has to keep going, and it all starts at the roots. We all we know that the foundation the base, and then you grow out from there.
0: Yeah, but the, uh, and, and and I I totally agree. But I will say the only the only difference in that point you make too is though, um, when, especially your analogy about cooks is, the cooks at Waffle House have to be a little more a little more. Uh, verse. They have to be versed They also have to be able To have hands They have to have hands Because if you don't have hands At Waffle House Cooking just ain't gonna get it Because every now and again You know Some customer's <laughs> gonna wanna try you And you know Just being able to get Their waffles out on time Ain't enough to save you You gotta be able to Catch a chair every now and again You gotta be able to Move your You know that tooth right here Moving in and out And say look This is what I've been through I'm, I'm Waffle House certified <laughs> My bad <laughs>
1: Chrisco, Ramsey got none on a Waffle House, book, right? Oh. Hell's Kitchen, y'all ain't never had a chair thrown at you while you making anything at Hell's Kitchen.
0: Yo, man, I, Waffle House videos are the best. I, and I, and I, and what's crazy is I I think my I've seen some stuff at the Waffle House, but I, my, I had a, matter of fact, my funniest experience at the Waffle House was with DMX of all people. Like oh, wow. DMX comes here on a promo run when he first had got when he first had left Def Jam and went to Sony. We got the tour bus and they're like, yo, like uh, Eakin, can you run with us? Like he want to get food. So they follow me and we find this Waffle House, which isn't far from like where we where we are. But they take like 15 minutes because you have to get the Waffle House. I mean, the, the tour bus backed up into this parking lot that ain't that big. Right. So we do all of that. And DMX and the chick he was with at the time, they go in Waffle House before everybody else. Why in that span of like six minutes of us trying to park that tour bus, he went in there, got into it with the cook, and and his manager was like, hey, we got to find another Waffle House. I'm like, what? In that span, like he went in there. I don't even know what transpired, but DMX went inside the Waffle House, him and the chick. Something, something was said between him and one of the cooks or something or somebody. And he was like, "Nah, we we leaving here." And he was he was going to a we had to find a total like a, a whole other Waffle House, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know, like, and, and I've seen some craziness at Waffle God. House. Um, um, well, well, now that the Cardinals are gone, and yeah. and before I get into who's actually there, uh, yeah, that that's a very good jersey. And for those of you who can't see right now, Crisco is rocking. The magnificent Tom Brady number twelve Buccaneers jersey, because he actually knows what time it is. Crisco, let me, let me, let me. Uh, I all the
1: Cardinals though. You see this? This this that Bucks way, but on the Cardinals hat. So I still, you like, know, I still got a rep. You know, never bite the hand that feeds me. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> I to I told y'all I was so happy just because we talking about Tom right quick and the Bucks. It was a tough night for me because on Christmas night. Because right. I was super, I was a kid, bro. It was, I was, I, I got to saw what could possibly be Tom Brady's last chance to play the Cardinals. Right. And one of my last chances to see him play in person. So I was hella happy. And I actually brought this jersey with me to the game in hopes that, I don't know, maybe just casually running into Mr. Brady here. Hey, bro, can you sign this right quick? Or, hey, I was about to throw, I was about to name drop you, Eakin. If I had read. <laughs> DJ Eakin, man. I know you saw me on the board one time. You know, I was going to do something, but it didn't happen. But you got to respect the GOAT. You got to respect the greatness. And uh, Tom Brady's been my guy. And so uh, I'm rocking the Bucks because that's who I'm going with over Dallas this week.
0: Also, too, man, uh, I didn't tell you this because we haven't talked either. Uh, big shout out to you, too, because uh, some of my Bucks folks were out there. And big shout out to Danielle, who, who handles a lot for me here. Danielle said, like, Big ups to you and Chris V. Like you guys were killing it out there. You were doing like a, it was like a, a great job. The in the 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 in stadium experience that that she got to see. She was like, yo, like your boys are like they killing it. out there. I was like, yeah, those are my dudes out there. So, yo, so I want to give you your flowers, man. A lot of people don't give people their flowers while they can still smell them. I want to definitely give you yours. Um, Speaking of the playoffs, though, right now, um. Is is there anybody that you see right now that you think is top of the heap? And I guess before I let you get into that, what I want to say is 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 I'm kind of disappointed because am I the only one that thought Green Bay had momentum? I thought uh. I thought the Packers had momentum. I thought like I thought that they were on I thought that they were gonna I thought that they were gonna be a problem in the playoffs. And they didn't even get in.
1: No. No. Um, it was kind of sad to watch Cobb and and Rogers walk off the field, right? You saw that arm around his back. Was that for dramatics, <laughs> or, or, or do you think is, is that real? You know what I mean? Because that had been the last time. Or I, I mean,
0: I don't know if was the last time, but but I, I I'm not honestly. I'm to your point. I'm not even sure what's real anymore. It's like the cameras are watching. We gotta like you. We gotta right. like you know. This is gonna be a moment for us. We can go viral. And I'm not course, I'm not thinking the dudes dinner. did that, but I just never know anymore. Um, but I was I was highly shocked that Green Bay is not moving on. I was I was shocked that they didn't go ahead and put that game, you know, get them, get Detroit out of here and put that game. But I guess to De- Detroit's credit, they're not just laying down anymore. We're not that team in this division that you're just going to say, this is an easy win when you come in here. And I like that
1: about them. So you, should we go through the playoff picture right quick before we do this? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Let's make it real quick. Uh, Since you said NFC, we'll start there. Dallas Green Bay, I mean, Dallas Tampa Bay uh we know I think we're both going for the Bucks.
0: Um yeah, and, and here's what's really crazy about that though. It's Monday night, dude. I am I am I playoffs games aren't usually on Monday night, right? This is started last year, right? This is something new, right? So when they everybody was talking to me about Mondays, like, yo, Egan, I think we're playing on Monday. I think we're playing on Monday night. I was like, Word? And I had forgot that it started like last year that we were doing that kind of thing. But I think it's gonna be a monster game. I th- I think like as far as everybody watching, there's a chance that it could be Brady's last game as a Buccaneer. Um, Brady's never this Cowboys thing, right? He's kind of had their number, right? Um, the Cowboys need one because we know their track record in the playoffs. So this game is like super super. This might be is this the biggest game this weekend? Do you think? No. Come on, Crisco, what game is bigger? Are you saying Seattle, San Francisco is bigger? Are you saying the Chargers at Jacksonville? And and big up to the Jacksonville Jaguars. As a matter of fact, big up to every team in Florida because we're all in Miami, Jacksonville, and the Buccaneers. So big up for that as well. But Crisco, are you saying Miami, Buffalo, New York I, Giants I, at Minnesota, I, the I Ravens at the Bengals?
1: What if Miami surprises Buffalo.
0: I'm not saying that wouldn't be a big surprise, but I guess I'm more so asking, is that as big of a game, though, as this Buccaneers-Cowboys game? When you're looking at the schedule.
1: If the Bucs or the Cowboys lose, no one is really expecting either of those teams to go all the way and win it.
0: Hold on, hold on, hold on. I
1: I mean, let's just look, 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 look. look. I want want TB12 to go all the way. I'd love him to be the final year and ride out, right? But... San Francisco looks really good right now. And I'm not even a 49ers fan like that. The Bills are, you know, predicted to go all the way. One of the teams, a lot of people are saying this, right? And if the if the offense knock them out, I think that has a bigger impact on, on who is expected to go to the Super Bowl overall. As one of the leaders. That's what I think. If you're in Dallas, you're thinking Cowboys all the way. You got your Cowboys starter kits. You guys are ready to go. But if either one of those loses, I just think the impact could be greater with one of the other teams. I don't know.
0: Well, I'll ask you what I asked Ian Beckles last week, and and you can give me your honest opinion. Okay. Am I too far-fetched in my thinking to think that the Buccaneers couldn't go on a four-game run? like Eli did back in the day and, and surprise everybody. No.
1: Well, it is called sports entertainment. I'll say this again. <laughs> Whatever, and This was, there was a lawsuit about all this, right? Anything can happen within the league because this is constituted as sports entertainment. We never know what we may see. I'm not saying anything is fake. I'm just saying, right. you never know what you may, what you may see. And so, it may be more dramatic. What a story, what a ride out to the end. That will be great. And I think maybe the Bucs can do it. What was the What was the longest streak they had this season?
0: What was the longest streak? Two or three tops.
1: Well, well let feel me- You know they're the best ball that they've played all season right now. I just, here's
0: the thing. Here's, the, here's how I feel. And here, here's my, my God honest thing. I just feel like, honestly, to your point you made earlier, right? Everybody in the NFL has a certain amount of skill. That's why they are there. Now, we may watch TV and or watch a game and go, man, this guy sucks. But in reality, this dude will come anywhere in our neighborhood, probably two neighborhoods over, right, and kill everybody because they're that good. Same thing I say about dudes who, like, they be the 12th dude on the bench or they're on the practice squad in the NBA, right? They'll come to your local YMCA and shoot everybody out of the gym, right? So I just feel like, to, your, to, to the point you were making, God forbid, an injury could happen. Like, like, look at the Eagles right now, right? The Eagles have been doing it all season. Jalen Hurts goes down in one game, two game. He had to play this week to make sure they go ahead and get that one seed. Look at the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. We know they are a totally, totally different team without Lamar Jackson. Now, God forbid, just think about the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes can't go the bills Mm. and Josh Allen can't go. Mm You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, like I, I, and to your point, I don't feel the same way about San Francisco. I feel like without their starting quarterback, they still can kind of go. So you made a very valid point there, but look at Miami without Tua. They are a totally different team. Right. And so when I look at it like that, I just feel like these weeks are up and down. But if I was talking and I was being a realist like you, I would say to me in the NFC right now, it's a very big, it's a small bit of distance between San Francisco and Philadelphia. So I'm with you right there. I just think that I'd like this, I'd like to see Jalen on the field, right? Against that San Francisco defense. And I think that it's gonna be who makes that one or two plays in that game but i do believe to your point san francisco's right there but i i don't if i give them an edge on philly it's very very slight
1: so so okay bucks win your vikings win niners win that's what i'm thinking for nfc afc playoff picture chargers beat the jaguars
0: I'm not sure if I give you that one right off the top. I'm like I'm liking the Jaguars for some reason. for some reason I'm just liking what the Jaguars is doing. I, I'm not sure I'm with you. I'm not thinking that they get to the AFC championship. but to be honest, I would not be completely surprised if they squeaked and all of a sudden you're like the Jaguars are in the AFC championship? Yeah, now um, on paper to your point, on paper to your point, I can agree. But I think that I, I I think the Jaguars Charger thing Chargers thing is a little closer than than folks are are you know than folks would like to believe. I actually think the Jaguars have, have, are looking pretty good. I, I don't I don't know for some reason. I'm, right say again.
1: A Little momentum right now. Right.
0: I I put it this way. I believe more in the Jaguars than I do in the Dolphins without Tua.
1: Okay. 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 Uh, Bengals. Bengals. Ravens. I, I'm. I'm. Bengals, I mean, the Ravens have been kind of like just a solid team this season. They've had a couple of like crazy different losses, but I feel like they could surprise you at any game, at any time, and I think they can beat the Bengals. But I think realistically, I would say the Bengals probably going to win this one.
0: Yeah, I think that game is all Lamar. I think that game is all Lamar. However Lamar goes is how that game goes. I think if he has a great game, I think that they win because I think that... If it comes to stops, the Ravens' defense will finally give them a little bit more of what they need, right? To 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 stop things.
1: But yeah. and, if and, it and bills bills over the Dolphins, that I'll, I'll end with that. You give your playoff picture, and then yeah, that that, that I, I
0: don't even I don't even think that's a contest. And, and but again, to that point though, if Tua was in that game, I might think it's a little closer than people people are are thinking at it. You know, you know, I think it could be a little closer than people. You know what would just jump out of the gate and say. But when we talk about Super Bowl, right, who are you? And we'll, we'll write this down. We're talking about that last and final week. Who do you see in the Super Bowl? Let's give your predictions right now.
1: You go ahead. Go ahead. You start first.
0: From the AFC, I am still not ready to give up on that Mahomes kid. I think Kansas City can get there again. I, 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 again, I don't think it's an easy road because I think Josh Allen's got something to say. I think the Bengals have something to say, depending on how things fall. And, and I, and I honestly think the sleeper over there could be the Jaguars. You know, it's like one of those teams you're like, we're all rooting for them. You know, I, I just, I don't, I don't know what it is that I feel. I, I love the Dolphins early in the season because I thought Tua was just doing his thing and I thought it was like a great thing. But ever since he started, you know, dealing with the concussions, and I hope that all gets better. It's not the same. You know, that team is not the same without that arm and how they how they run those plays through him, right? It's just not. Um, so I still am, if, if I'm a betting man out of the AFC, I'm picking Kansas City. Out of okay. the NFC, it's been a shakeup for me because like I said again, I was thinking that Green Bay was going to come in with some momentum and shake a lot of things up. But now that they aren't there and I have to make a choice, I am going to say, I'm gonna say Philly can do it. I'm gonna say Philly can do it. I'm gonna say Philly can do it. And 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 I and I I know I know I'm far fetched here because that would be making both number one seeds make it all the way through. And we know that something's gonna happen to mess that up, right? <laughs> but I but I and and again to your point though, that Philly San Francisco thing is such a toss up to me. So I'm right there with you. But if I gotta pick a team, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna and I'm only gonna pick Philly if Jalen is playing. If Jalen is not playing in any of those games. I'm gonna. I'm with you on the San Francisco train.
1: All right. So, I'm laughing because I, I was talking about this on my show uh, maybe last week about some craziest predictions by psychics and psychic mediums oh. uh, and just other people to predict who's winning the Super Bowl, and they say the Eagles are going to be the Super Bowl champions in 2023. Oh. Yeah. So, um, I would like to see, and I believe that it, we are going to see uh, Kansas City again. That I, I agree with you right there. And I think it'll be my heart just by watching people play with McCaffrey, with Debo Samuels back in action. I think the 49ers, I think the 49ers could go all the way. So that's what we'll see on my opinion. 49ers versus Kansas City. Even right. though I want my guy right here to go yeah. all the way, going on the way out. That's what my heart says. But just looking at the way people have been playing, and I know the top capability cuz the NFC West is just so beastly Whew. that I think, um we're going to see something special and that's going to be the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, and 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 to that point though too and I and I, I I am I will say this. I am looking forward to the playoffs. I really am. Like I'm really looking forward to the playoffs. I'm looking for like, you know, some really great games. I'm looking, you know, like I said even even here in Tampa, right? I play, I laugh. You know, it's always a Cowboys joke, but I love the energy of my friends that are Cowboys fans and them calling me right now, talking about this and talking about that. And they need to be in the stadium and just that energy of Monday night football, right? Jason can tell you like Jason's here, Jason's at all the games, right? That Monday night football, any, any night game that we've had here in Tampa, that energy has just been like super crazy. Like I, like, I know you, you said your, you know, your fan base has been a little bit up and down and ours has been a little like, you know, because we, we're just not sure every week what we're going to get we, in these last few games. It's like, yeah, we got it. And then last week just was like, you know, it is what it was. But against Carolina, right? When we needed it to happen, it happened. But when this fan base gets to going and when things click a little bit in that stadium and just that energy of a nighttime game, dude, there ain't nothing like it here. There, I, I cannot even lie, man. So big shouts out to all the Bucks fans and big shout out to the team too, man. And, and we're there. So, you know, anything to me, anything can happen. It's, it's a new season right now, Crisco, a brand new season.
1: I'll tell you what, Egan, if you find me a ticket for this Monday night game.
0: Crisco wants to be in the building.
1: I'll, I'll book a flight right now. I'm already looking at the airline right okay. now. I'm, no. I'm going to buy a flight Crisco, right I'm, now.
0: Crisco, I am going to shoot a couple of texts out of here right when I'm done talking to you, and I'm going to see, because that would be pretty awesome to have Crisco in the building.
1: I'll, I'll be on the boat, baby. <laughs> the boat.
0: Crisco, want to come and hang out on the boat? Crisco, you want to come and hang out on the ship? I'm be in the
1: boat, <laughs> on the boat, baby. on the boat. Let's hey. go. Hey man, already? Huh? Has it been thirty minutes already?
0: Yeah, yeah. Actually, we're at forty three. Jason gave me a couple of looks. We're at forty three today, but but you know what though? It was good. It was good to have you back here, man. Like I said, I've missed you, and uh, it's it's funny too because I'm getting a bunch of text about folks who want to join us. So I know we'll be having some more guests soon. But we're we're in the playoffs now, and and uh um. I'm sure these conversations will get more interesting, especially next week, right after we've had this first weekend to see who's left and who survived. We do know that the Eagles in Kansas City will still be there because they're not playing. So our predictions are still good. (laughs) Crisco, man, I appreciate you, man. Where can they find you at online?
1: Yeah, everywhere is at Crisco Kid. And again, hey, Egan, thanks for doing this platform and giving me the opportunity to just talk some football and some pop culture. That's what we do with the players playlist. You know.
0: Hey, man, I'm having a good time, man. And I, I appreciate you joining me. And and I appreciate Jason for, for bearing with me when I say I'm going to be 10 to 15 minutes late because, hey, Jason, check this out. Yeah. I was going to oversleep like Crisco. Boom! No. <laughs> uh man for everybody checking on us man it's at dj can across all the socials at dj can tv on youtube man for my man Crisco kid and everybody here at Ra- uh radio influence my man jason all that good stuff don't forget to like subscribe all that good stuff and uh and and tell us things that you'd like to see because as we continue to, to develop this we're only trying to get better man and 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 this sports thing this sports angle i like it Crisco. i do i like it i like it <laughs> Free, baby exactly let's go uh Crisco kid dj he can play his playlist man shouts
1: out the radio influence we are gone man i'll holla at you next week